crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast. Okay, sometimes there are moments where real life is like a movie, and the movie becomes real life. We'll give you a little backstory here. So a few weeks ago, we podcasted about this movie called Eurovision, which is about like a kid in Iceland that wants to grow up and win the Eurovision Song Contest. And then guess what? A kid in Iceland grew up and won the Eurovision Song Contest. So that's pretty cool. Um, And then his dad was even giving him grief, just like the dad in the movie. The dad in real life goes, oh, he's not much of a farmer. Maybe he'll be a good sound farmer. I was like, oh, my God. Like, those are real <laughs> Lars. It really happened. It just makes our podcast even better. Like, it's like it's like fantasy comes true. It's a pretty good feel-good feeling. His name is actually Dothy, but it's spelled D-A-D-I, but it's pronounced Dothy. I had to look up, how do you pronounce Icelandic names? Hopefully it's correct because, you know, maybe Google got it wrong. I don't know. But that's what it sounded like. Um, then, I mean... If you've listened to our podcast before, we've talked about Charlie Sheen and his brother Emilio Estevez. I mean, their real name is Estevez. They're Spanish and Irish. And the dad's real name is Roman. And, like, apparently they have a brother named Roman, too, who's, like, right in the middle. Like, Emilio is the oldest. And then Roman. And then Charlie's real name, here's some trivia, is Carlos. I didn't even know that until I was trying trying to figure out. There's a middle Estevez brother? Like, I was, (laughs) this is mind blowing to me. Like, cause where has he been? And then, like, you see, like, the pictures at, like, the Hollywood premieres, and he's just, like, if they expand the width of the photograph, he's, he's there, but you have to see him. (laughs) You know what I mean? They have to move the photograph. And they have a little sister who's, like, never around. I'm like, okay. Um, but so the middle brother does does, do for a living. Oh, so he runs the family production company. So every time there's an Estevez movie that Emilio is uh, directing, he's a producer. That uh, I didn't know okay. that either. So that makes sense. Okay. See, and the, well, that's okay. this person. Okay. But then, like a step further, I've seen two of the movies that he's in. Like uh, the late the person that wrote The Outsiders did like a couple other novels, and they made those into movies. Like Cadence is uh, not that movie. It's um that was then. This is now. It's about two brothers, and Craig Schaefer is one of the brothers. And Emilio is the other brother, I think. Oh, really? So that's like another teen drama book type movie, right? It's not as good as The Outsiders, but it's in that same like subgenre. And then Cadence is the movie where Martin Sheen is like, like basically losing his shit as a like drill sergeant type dude on um, some like kids in the military that are in trouble. And Charlie Sheen is like one of the kids that are in trouble in the military, right? So. I mean, I've that's like a years ago. Yeah, that's an intense movie to watch when you think like that's actually the dad like yelling at his son through the whole damn movie. But uh, I just remember him getting tattoos on his wrist, which was a big no no in the military and getting in bar fights a lot. Anyway, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Dave's bringing the dangerous trivia already. We're not even to dangerous facts yet. And he's just like, he's so dangerous. I know. Yeah. Um, Okay, so moving on to some home video headlines. Last Train to New York is going to be the U.S. remake of Korean zombie drama Train to Busan. 
Mm. I watched that last year with Dave. I, Have you I guys seen the zombie movie? No, it's like, I've heard about it for years. I've heard about it. Oh, it's so So how long have we been recording? Have we been recording for like 10 minutes? Uh, maybe three. 10 minutes. Uh, oh, three minutes? <laughs> yeah. Here's your first spoiler alert for the evening. And Train to Busan, which has been out for what's the golden rule? I spoil a movie one year in, right, Dave? Like the year if and it's half, been out, I years, give people yeah. a year to watch it. Yeah. All right, cover your ears, Jordan, if you haven't seen this movie. A father is trying to keep his son alive on a train full of zombies. Whether he's successful or not, should I tell them, Dave? I mean, if you... Spoiler alert. A spoiler alerted you. He doesn't succeed. It's a great movie, though. So what's interesting is, like, calling it Last Train to New York kind of reminds me of, like, Escape from New York. Like, they're pulling that New York apocalyptic title into the movie you know mm-hmm. um the next headline the always sunny in philadelphia show is doing an always sunny in philadelphia podcast called check this out nick the always sunny podcast so oh, wait, i didn't even know that. <laughs> I, that's, by the way, this, that's one of my favorite shows ever i'm just saying that is my go-to i just want to watch something uh, be hmm. turn my brain off do you have a favorite episode uh the nightman episode Oh, the Nightman Cometh, which is like a yeah, musical built into good. the episode. Remember the musical, and then the. I think that's like everybody's trolls, favorite. That's like that's, like the, the, that's the one that got me hooked. Oh, like oh, it's so good. I, I love I love that show. It's my favorite like comedy show of all time, probably. Well, the podcast is pretty great too, although it's I, I, I didn't. They don't have a format podcast. yet, and they keep. Talking oh, they don't. About not I, mean, I the hear they're. <laughs> What are well, they like it's season, like it's like a behind the now? it's like a behind the scenes. They're talking about their show back from like season one, so they're okay. go they have to go back like fifteen years or something. Uh, wow. Okay, another headline. Hey Jordan, do you like uh, Jonah Hill? I do actually. Yeah. What I are can. like some what so some of your favorite Jonah Hill movies? It's not even like I, I mean yes, obviously some of the standard ones. I think Super Bad is a great one to go yeah. back. Mm. Yeah, love that. that um, yeah, I don't know. I I just like him as a fashion icon, like today. Oh he's, yeah, so, he's like he's, yeah, that's like his other world, right? Yeah, that's like his second icon? world. Oh my god, his style is great. He's <laughs> See, so, surfed, so, like so, I'm a Jonah Hill fan. Yeah, so Jordan is gonna turn into like I had no idea what Jordan's gonna turn into the like the what the what else the celebrities are doing. Like what they're doing when they're not in the movies we're watching. I have no idea. What is this? Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. But, no, that's uh, interesting. I'm just like, what really? So Great he's supposed pal. to play he's supposed to play Jerry Garcia from uh Grateful Dead. I can oh, see it. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. It might be a biopic is he coming out. Scorsese put on weight again for that role. I don't think he will. Why would he? He was like three hundred bills. Know. Why? Why yeah, would he go back? I don't know. I don't if know. you can get the weight off and keep it off, you're never going. Yeah, back. that's what I'm and saying. He's like, yeah, but he fluctuated his a few times too. Even since getting skinny. Mm. That's true. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't. Like, there's. Been, I mean, I there's there's bigger Jonah Hill, skinny Jonah Hill. I've seen some bigger Jonah Hill right after skinny Jonah Hill. So I don't. That's know. That's true. He's kind of yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he had, the, the, he had the beard really long for a little bit, and the hair super oh. scraggly. Like I could totally see the role. He could. Totally yeah, he's like yeah. a he has I like a bleached out beard. He looks just yes. like Jerry Garcia. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In fact, he did a movie that. where he kind of played a hippie type. So yeah, I could totally see it. Uh, and then if you're a sci-fi fan, Blade Runner has a ten episode live action series coming out. Unknown if it takes place before the original movie, during the original movie. 
after the second movie, who the hell knows? Uh, supposedly the pilot's written, so it's getting closer to being a- an actual show. Hmm. That's something if you're a Blade Runner fan. But um, what's funny about pulling this fact is like we got a there's like a Dave says it's clickbait, but I actually believe it's true because like a lot of the old directors are like really coming down on millennials. They're well, us. They're like, mm. you guys aren't going to the movies enough. You're not seeing our movies. We're like the best filmmakers. Blah blah. There's like a quote Ridley Scott supposedly said that like uh, the reason his movie The Last Duel didn't do well in theaters was because we didn't bother to go see it because we're playing on our phones. I was like, hmm. <laughs> I, I don't it's, think that's it was the on a, it was on Mark Maron's podcast. I, my my understanding, I haven't heard it, but I, I guess um, news outlets are taking a quote and spinning it into a story they want to tell versus taking the whole thing in context. Know. I don't know. I haven't heard it. So I, I kind of believed it because everybody in his generation, like Scorsese and all those guys, they're all complaining about technology and like the way the industry is going. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, I'm sure when you guys were the young guys, you were mad at the old guys. And uh, and up to date on the technology, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like adapt or die. I think, like if yeah. you're going to create things, like what choice do you have? So if they're not willing to play the game, like I, I don't want to hear the complaints like that. I think it's unfair. It's like a generational yeah. battle, you know. <laughs> it's like, I, I think the last duel is not exactly a movie that would appeal. Like I, I'm just saying, it's like, not a mass not, movie. It's I'd not a mass market it. movie. I, I, I mean, did I mean I was a I millennial great, who saw it in the but... theater. <laughs> Yeah. No. Uh, it's good, but it's not going to draw in big crowds. It's a. It's a exactly. drama. Like it's a. I don't even want to say what type of drama it is, but it's, it's a Netflix. It's not movie like a fun time. Well, also, think about the times that are at hand, right? In society, like people want to escape in movies. They want fun movies right now. It's not a. It's not a, don't make a movie to make them feel bad. You know, not right now, anyway. Uh. Okay, we're finally at tonight's movies, folks. If you turned in just yes. for tonight's movie, we're there. Um. So. Uh, Taron Egerton and Hugh Jackman co-star in this inspiring story of Eddie the Eagle. He's a British ski jumper whose Olympic performance wins the hearts of fans around the world. Eddie's an underdog who doesn't get counted out. Well, he's actually, he is being counted out. These are my own words and I can't read them back on this little, I can't read my own handwriting on this little index card. And he won't give up during the 1988 Olympic Winter Games. I almost made it perfect. So he won't give up during the 88 Olympic Games. I won't give up on reading my index card either. In Calgary, Canada, and we're going to go to Dave for his dangerous facts about this movie. Dave, maybe you'll do better than I, than I just we'll did trying to describe the movie. You nailed um, it on the part, John. You did yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so the producer, Matthew Vaughn, had actually read a script for this 15 years before actually making it, but nothing came of, came of it at that time. Uh, and one day he'd actually showed his kids the movie Cool Runnings, and they asked him, like, why don't they make movies like that anymore? So soon after that, he actually bought up the rights to the story to make it himself. Um, so everybody wanted to have an authentic 80s sound for the movie. That was not just the same songs heard over and over in other movies. Uh, so produce, uh, producer Matthew Vaughn, uh, hired some of the biggest British pop musicians of the eighties from groups such as Spandau Ballet, Soft Cell, Frankie Goes to Hollywood and Erasure. So, I mean, it, it, that's why it feels like it, an actual 80s soundtrack from that time. Um, so the long long ski jumping is actually such a dangerous sport that they could not actually find stuntmen that could uh, effectively do that. So they actually had to hire all professional uh, ski jumpers uh, for the movie. Uh, with the exception mm-hmm. of one scene and some close-ups on the uh, on the actor's face, all of the ski jumps in the movie are actually the real deal. Um, wow. 
in order to actually, in order to get shots of ski jumping from more than three angles, like you see at the Olympics, um, special, special camera rigs were made just for this movie, uh, to follow the skier down a slope or had GoPro cameras strapped to their helmets, just all kinds of ways to get new ways to show ski jumping. Um, unfortunately as as inspiring as this movie is, uh, Eddie would never qualified for the Olympics again after, uh, because the international Olympic committee almost immediately increased the requirements for qualification. So he had his moment in the sun and he was never going to qualify again after that, unfortunately. Mm. Well, spoiler alert, every time he sets a record, they move the bar. So it's harder for him to get the record the next time that's in the movie folks. That's why it's a spoiler. Okay. We've arrived at our favorite bits. We're doing good, guys. We're doing so good. Okay. We're doing good. Uh, Nikki Lates, you can go first. We'll give you time to be here in a hurry. Okay. <laughs> so your favorite bits from Eddie the Eagle. I would say the montages. Dave just brought up how uh, everything is very 80s and the music is very 80s. I love the montages and the mm. training scenes and everything like that. And also, I love the fact that they brought up cool runnings because it did happen around the same time. Yeah. I love that little like Easter egg where like, oh, there it is. Right. So I, just, I, I thought that was really cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that until I saw it again. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this was around the same time. Yeah, same Olympics, right? Yeah. Um, I guess moving on to me. Uh, my some of my favorite bits. Uh, I love the scene of uh, Hugh Jackman just getting drunk uh, or putting on his sweater, as he called it throughout the movie, <laughs> and going down the might 90 meter uh, ski jump. Um, mm-hmm. The whole sequence is just a lot of fun. Um, the other, I mean, I, I had a million in this movie, but to keep it short, uh, the other one is the first time Eddie like does his first jump at the Olympics and does that whole Eddie the Eagle flying thing. I mean, you just, you fit like uh, you root for this guy a million times in this movie. So it's like, which one do you choose? But I mean, you know, the first, his first official jump and his, you know, cementing himself as Eddie the Eagle just kind of gets me. Uh, such a fun movie. <laughs> you know, he has a lot of energy. Uh, Come completely agree just i i just fell in love with this movie so much i can relate a lot to the whole thing my dad is very blue collar he's a a contractor did custom you know framing but he was at every single competitive cheer event at every Mm. track meet and so just the support that he got from his mom was like just so lovely and it was just so heartwarming when his dad just like caved in at the end and was just so proud i loved it It such a it was great movie great movie so to back up what my team is saying what the crew is saying tonight on binge watchers (laughs) i wrote down that it sounds like a cop-out to say every scene is great but literally almost every scene is great it's it, true, it's though. I had a hard yeah. time willing yeah. yeah. And uh, if we call it a Hallmark movie or a paint-by-numbers film, that also sounds yeah. insulting. But if I was teaching yeah. screenwriting, I would show this film to my students and talk and break it down, right? So it's also good for that reason. Um, I'll share my two favorite scenes, which are my favorite bits. Eddie has a press conference when he explains that he doesn't take this as a joke and he doesn't want to be considered a joke because... He spent his whole life thinking and planning for this, and it really means something to him, and he wants the world to know that. Um, I don't know one way or the other whether the press conference is just a good movie scene or if it really happened, but that scene in the movie, uh, like or that part of the movie is really great. Then the other part I like is, Nick was talking about the montage cutting, how they're cutting everything together to music, but there's a moment there where everybody that's important to him is like on the edge of their seats to see if he's actually going to survive the big jump. 
mm-hmm. towards the end of the movie, like the big record setting jump. So like his last attempt to set a record or whatever. And so that gets me every time the press conference and edge on the seat, waiting to see if he's going to make it. Now we have, well, I've been waiting all night for this part. Dave has a stocking. <laughs> we're going to draw movies oh. out of the stocking. We're trust, oh, we're good. trusting Dave that he's not so dangerous that he's cheating. He's going to pull movie titles out for us to review for our stocking stuffers, which is next month. What we're doing, you know, and what we're doing, you know, for the end of the year. So Dave, do you have a stocking? I do. I don't know. Okay, and Jordan's doing yeah. a, 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 a silent drum roll. Silent yeah, drum roll. You can even hear yeah, the yeah. paper pieces. So this is what we're going to yeah. watch for the next four weeks, y'all. All right, oh, so snap. here's number one. I don't one. know what Dave's over the stocking. Oh, well, another Hugh Jackman movie. Uh, oh, whoa. Still. You got it. They can't see it, Dave. Never, you got to. Our... I've never seen well, that movie. <laughs> I've actually never well, seen that movie. Dave, read it out loud. <laughs> Real Steel. Okay, good. Okay, so Real Steel is the the Rocky with robots. So it's it's very similar to the original Rocky movie, but with robots in the future, like like thirty or forty years from our today. It's kind of plausible. All right, Real Steel. Not what I expected Dave to draw out, but we'll keep going. But it was vanilla. Yeah. What do we got next? All right, what do we got next? I hope Hugh Jackman's also wearing jeans in this one. So he is. He wears a lot of jeans. He's a hottie, let me tell you. What Ooh, the wizard. the wizard. Oh, oh dang. Not of Oz, Fred, not of Fred anything Savage but uh, Fred this Savage. Is, yeah, this is Fred Savage yeah. and Christian Slater, oh, like uh, late 80s yeah. or whatever. And, oh, and Bo Bridges, right? Isn't wizard. it the other Bridges brother? Yeah. Super okay. Mario Brothers right. 3. And Tobey Maguire in one These are not things I thought we were going to get out of the stocking, Dave. Oh, my. The oh, yes. Oh, I'm actually very excited oh. for this one because I love this oh, movie. Oh, my goodness. What is this? And it is winter themed. I oh, I Tanya. Well, holy crap. We wanted to cover that oh, for a long time. A good one. Movie, right? so, it's really good. I, will, yeah. that, I really liked it. That's a good one. All right. Movie. So, and good. the very last movie too. we're going to watch for Stocking Stubbers. All right. I'm trying to choose. Dave, I, I, Dave, you should be in like the news at night, like just pulling cards out of things. <laughs> wow. We're going to start. So, this is uh, really, uh, this is really weird. We're going to start off the month with robots and we're going to end Real with robots. Steals. No way! <laughs> I love that movie. That movie's so. Dave just there. drew robot jocks out of the stocking. Uh, so, Jordan, do you know oh that my movie gosh! That? Movie? It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Looking wow. forward to it. Let's go! Oh, wow, so, you're gonna love it. It's so bad to see it. Wow, is there is there a wow. common theme other than robots? Uh, stop, what a wizard! Stop motion wizard is video games. It's good. You know what's funny about Real Steel, The Wizard, and I Tanya? Those are all underdog movies, which means it will also continue the feel good theme. Honestly, actually, Kinda, will, yeah. yeah. And Robot Jocks, I got. I don't know if I don't think anybody operating the robot in that movie is an underdog, but. <laughs> no, I've seen it once and I don't remember there being a, but we'll find out. Wow, so we, this is, we even had a bunch so of Christmas movies. This is the there. month where this is going to be the month where Jordan becomes like an official binge watcher or we break her with these movies. Because like, <laughs> if, if, if she gets to Robot Jocks, she'll be a champion. <laughs> yeah. You, All right. All right. Yeah. I guess. Do, do we even do the ratings? Or are we doing. Uh... Great. Oh, yeah. No, I got I skipped over it. I got too excited. We're just we moved on. We're we're done with we just that. Moved on. <laughs> isn't it obvious? Isn't it obvious? We all agreed that it was a great movie, right? So it should be obvious. Yeah, the I, I think it, I think it's a binge now for all of us, right? Yeah, read between okay. the lines, folks. I just yeah, I just want to say one last thing on Eddie the Eagle, and I'll put it to bed. Can you think of another movie where we're watching the movie and our protagonist is the loser, like literally the loser? He was last place. Hmm. 
and you'd love them. Like, can yeah, you name so another much. movie where we're watching The Loser and are rooting for, and we don't care? Good question. I mean, Rocky, the first one, technically, but are they a loser the entire movie though? No, but the final battle or match, not battle. Mm. No, I mean that's a good point too, but we'll have to I look mean, up. I guess lo- Cool Runnings too, because they were last place, I think. Well, I'm sure Google can uh, run us a list of lovable loser movies. <laughs> I'll come back to you on that. We'll come back to that and next week. That requires research. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. There's a, the guy a loser the entire there, movie. Yeah. But that's oh. kind of the point. We always watch, I mean, what was the quote in the movie? Like, the Olympics are about the pursuit, not the, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but like the pursuit, not the winning. Actually, this is going to be a weird choice, and I'm really pulling this out just because I want to answer the question and not be a jerk. That movie, Mandibles, with the fly that they're trying to raise, those guys are losers the whole movie. Does that count? Sure, if you enjoy right. watching it and <laughs> you root for him. <laughs> well, you root for the fly mostly. I haven't seen it, so I can't say. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh I guess okay. staff picks. <laughs> <Moving> on. <laughs> we can go to staff picks. Why not? What are you watching, Nick? I watched uh I was in my hotel in Putitacana. Dominican Republic and Ghostbusters was on, and I couldn't. Dang, resist. he really wants people it. to know that he left the country. <laughs> I left He's the been country. dropping DR left and right. <laughs> I was in the DR, and I had the time of life. And I watched uh, Ghostbusters one, and that movie still holds up, and it is so fun. But man, is it dated? The effects don't do not hold up. There's stuff from like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I did I too. Actually, than that, like I'm, I'm looking at it, like I could literally do better than this in five minutes. But I it, I watched the new 4K different. of it and you're you're right oh, like especially I'm sure it looks especially bad, right? Gozer or or the, uh, the, oh, the dog running through the streets yeah. it sticks out like a sore thumb it looks horrible right yeah <laughs> but the movie itself is so good but like, the movie itself is great you know. and I would recommend it in a second check it out I have not seen Afterlife yet I want to check it out I've heard mixed stuff so we'll see but the original <laughs> still holds up yeah. <laughs> And I watched it in the DR, as John says. <laughs> Where was that again? No. Uh, the Dominican Republic. <laughs> All right. Didn't uh, watch anything, honestly. Eddie the Eagle, I had to restart like three times just because oh, of yeah, it being yeah. like a time commitment. It was definitely a binge mm-hmm. now, but yeah. just with what's going on, you know, I had to, I watched that like first probably 15 minutes three times oh. before I made it through the whole, the whole movie yesterday with my mom. So, you, and she had already seen it. She loved this it. Week? Did she <laughs> like it? She she's actually had seen it before watching it with oh, me yeah. last night and she loved it. Yeah. So nice. mom approved. Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. I actually watched a really old movie this week. Um, I always try to like stretch myself mm-hmm. and watch something I haven't seen or an old classic. And I've watched my very first Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers movie. I'm sure any of our audience just know. <laughs> I don't know if people know who they are anymore, uh, but they were old song and dance people back in the 30s. Um, but I watched an old movie called Top Hat. And if you've ever seen Green Mile, you've at least seen one piece of this movie. Uh, it's where, you know, I'm in heaven, cheek to cheek, mm. dancing cheek to cheek. Um, it's a really fun old musical. Like the dance, tap dancing is great. Um, the story is very standard boy, mistaken identity, boy meets girl, blah, blah, blah. But the story is besides the point. It's just got some really great dance numbers, uh, especially for the time. Um, 
So, yeah, if you want to watch something old, black and white and dancey, check out Top Hat. Sounds like something I would watch for awesome. sure. So it will be on the list. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. John? I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. Should I spoil that one? Oh, and you want to have a mini discussion? Because I saw it. Saw it. it. No, I'll leave it alone. Okay. I don't want to divide the audience. No, I mean, it's, Nick, it's not Nick a year said yet, it perfectly. Right? Yeah. It's mixed. Because there's some really good stuff. I could tell you stuff I really loved about this movie. And then I could tell you stuff that was just like, all right, it, it was stuff that went across my eyes. <laughs> I mean, hmm. uh, it's it's very mixed. I, there's it's good stuff and some very eh, undeserving stuff. All right, Nick, take us out and set us up for next week. All right, uh, shoot, uh, shoot, I wasn't ready for next week. Uh, well, we're, we're watching Real Steel. <laughs> we know that. Oh, we're watching Real Steel next week with Hugh Jackman and a bunch of robots. It's the Rocky of robot movies, um, and I'm excited to see it, and I can't wait. Thank you.